Shalom, everybody. Rabbi Edelstein here with a special live Facebook edition and podcast episode of Rabbi E in 3, brought to you by myself and by Maor DC. Um, it is last minute, if there ever was a last minute. A couple episodes ago of the podcast, um, I had one that was entitled... Um, it's never the perfect time. So the subtitle of this one could be better late than never. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time flagellating myself more. Uh, another episode will do that. We'll devote ourselves to that. But this should have been out there earlier because really this is a, an important public service spiritual announcement. And it's about an incredible day approaching. I don't mean Shabbos. We know about Shabbos, thank God. Beautiful holy day of physical and spiritual delights and illumination and calm and oh, expansion, expansiveness. Shabbos, can't wait. We know about that and hopefully as a Jewish people we can continue to grow in our love of and connection to the holy Shabbos. But it happens that this year Shabbos is going to go right into another holy day, a holy festival, a Chag, that so many people don't know about at all. And when I was growing up, I knew nothing about it. And it's very ironic because, in a way, it should be the most acknowledged, celebrated, um, monumental, looked forward to, anticipated holiday of the Jewish year, arguably more than Pesach, more than Sukkot. What is that holiday? And again, you'll say, Rabbi E, well, great, uh, Shabbos is coming in in a few hours, and then you're telling me that this monumental holiday comes in right after Shabbos. Couldn't you have, you know, communicated to us a little earlier? Yes, I could have. But in any case, we're learning. Rabbi E in 3 is all about learning. Moor DC, Moor, the wonderful organization I work for, is all about learning, so it's never too late to learn. Okay, what's the holiday that comes up this Saturday night this year? It's the holiday known as Shavuos, or Shavuot, in the Sephardic pronunciation. What is this holiday? And literally, when I learn with students, wonderful students, and I say to them, do you know, like in the last week, we're approaching a very important holiday in the Jewish calendar. And they'll say, yeah, and really, what? And then I'll say, no, you know it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it out of you. I say like, well, look, you remember Pesach uh, several weeks ago? We got out of Egypt. That's why we celebrated Hashem, the Holy One, blessed be He, took His people. We, he made us a people by taking us out of Egypt, out of slavery and bondage. But where were we going? That's what I asked the people. Where were we going? And the wonderful students say, uh, Israel, right? I say, you got it. Exactly. But there was an important stop on the way. And not Starbucks. Um, a stop on the... And that usually gets a chuckle if they're, you know, in a charitable mood. Okay. <clears throat> not Starbucks, although we probably had coffee in our canteens or the equivalent thereof. Canteens and coffee equivalents. Anyway, we had an important stop to receive something monumental, life-changing, world-altering, elevating, illuminating, source of holiness for ourselves as a people, instructions on how to live our life in the land of Israel, the geographical destination to which we were going. And they'll say, some of them will get, yeah, yeah, Mount Sinai, Mount Sinai, not the hospital, ha ha, but it was a spiritual hospital. The mountain called Har Sinai, the place where God revealed himself to the Jewish people as a nation, as a whole. We heard the Ten Commandments, or at least the first two. That's a rabbinic debate. But every man, woman, and child at Har Sinai, Mount Sinai, 50 days after leaving Mitzrayim, Egypt, heard God speak. And another way of thinking of Shavuos, the reliving of hearing God speak, the reliving of the revelation at Mount Sinai, the reliving of 
Kabbalat HaTorah, the receiving of the Torah. The day that God gave the Torah to this physical world, Shavuos. Now, let's just think about that for a second. Shouldn't that be, by all accounts and reason, the most known holiday in the Jewish world. After all, everything we know about our Judaism comes from what we call the Torah, including the story of the Exodus from Egypt and the details of how to eat matzah and keep Passover. Not the details, they're in the oral law, of course, but all the explanations of everything, Jewish values, Jewish wisdom, Jewish history, it's in the Torah. Shavuos is the holiday that not just commemorates, but relives the receiving of the Torah. It encompasses everything else. It is the foundation of everything else. It was the goal. It was the destination, I'm sorry, that the Jewish people were going to before going to the land of Israel. We received our heart and soul legally, morally, and spiritually at Sinai in the desert before we went into the land that would be that was the that is the holy land to to live that Torah in the land. And that, I'm just stressing that point that uh, as many great commentators over the years have pointed out, we received our law before we got our geographical inheritance, so to speak. Of course, the forefathers had lived in the land of Canaan, the land of Israel, but in any case, as a people, we didn't go into the land until we had received the Torah already. That's Shavuos. The freedom we got through the Exodus that we commemorate on Pesach was to go to Sinai to be offered and to accept the Torah, instructions for life, to elevate us personally, as individuals, collectively, and universally. Because really, the fact that we Jewish people, a later Jewish prophet, called us Or Lagoyim, a light to the nations, that's not because we're hardworking, yeah, smart, yeah, lots of people are creative and all that. Yeah, we, we might be great. It's the light of the Torah, the light of the mitzvot, of ethical monotheism, the the, the values and, and guidelines and inspiration that that we have given and give the world through being an Am HaTorah, a people of the Torah. Anyway, so that's Shavuos. So now why isn't it well known? That's not our topic right now. I think one reason is because I'm not going to, they can speculate sociologically and psychologically and spiritually. It doesn't have one grand um, front and center spotlight mitzvah itself, like the Haggadah, the, the telling of the story of Egypt. At Pesach, it doesn't have a Sukkot in your backyard, whatever. It doesn't have any funny things to shake around. How can it, though? In other words, the reason it's not maybe as well-known or not as celebrated, it lacks one prop, or I don't want to say gimmick, but one, it, doesn't, it doesn't have a spiritual prop because it's the foundation and context of all the spiritual <laughs> values and pro- within Judaism. God spoke to us. God spoke to this world and gave us this incredible Torah, with, with wisdom and inspiration for forever and ever, divine wisdom. Now, so, now, it's late, and I'm going to stop very soon because this still has to be a short, last-minute podcast, but what can you do now? Well, uh, so what do you do on Shavuos, actually? It's going to be Sunday and Monday, two days in the diaspora. So you have a Yom Tov meal. You stop work, like on other Yom Tovim. There's supposed to be a festive meal, of course. There is a custom, not a law, to stay up all night, the first night of Shavuos, studying Torah, showing our love and a love for the Torah, our, into, our anticipation to re-receive it. Truth is, we re-receive it, have the ability to every single day. Torah is not some static, archaic, you know, I don't know, thing. It's a living law. 
that we can take into our minds and our hearts and, and it inspires us. So every single day we can receive the Torah. But this is the day of the historical, the, the reliving of the historical revelation at Mount Sinai. Now, you might have heard of che- Google Shavuos cheesecake. Right, there is a custom, not necessarily to eat cheesecake, but to eat dairy foods. Many beautiful reasons, lofty, funny, I'm not funny, but down-to-earth reasons. One beautiful one, Moses, after the Jewish people would hear the total of the Ten Commandments in that incredible public revelation that's the foundation of our faith, Moshe went up to the mountain, Har Sinai, for 40 days and 40 nights with uh, for a one-on-one study session with God to learn the rest of the laws of the Torah. Forty days. The word chalav, which means milk, has the numerical value of 40 days. That's one beautiful reason given. What's the connection? Milk, 40 days, Torah? Because Torah nourishes us, helps us grow as human beings to reach our potential, just like milk. This is not paid for by the dairy farmers of America or Israel, but milk is the paradigm of nourishment for a young baby and to help us grow. Grow strong bones, strong teeth, strong souls, spiritual milk of Torah. So think about Shavuos, even if you're not fully keeping it this year, get, go get some kosher cheesecake. Why not? Or have a nice big glass of milk after Kiddush on Saturday night. You know, um, think about dairy foods. Think about what Torah is, what it could be. Learn more about it. Open up the book of Exodus, Shmos, chapter 19 and 20, which is the description of the revelation at Mount Sinai. Or finally, let's think about Torah as that... that... Uh, unifier, which is it's supposed to be of the Jewish people. And even though some people are more observant and less observant, and yes, I know there are radically different ways of thinking about and learning Torah, that's true, that's ideology for another time, but all of the Jewish people were encamped around the mountain. And there was a space for all of us, and the Jewish people are one, and God is one, and the, the beautiful, lofty, incredible Torah that he gave us is one. Have a wonderful Shabbos and Shavuos and uh, hope to see you again. And thanks for listening and hear me next time. And there's really no creative, elegant way to end these things, you know? Bye-bye. Kak